What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Eric Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about how to diagnose your business's sales problems, whether you are selling very little or you're selling a lot less than you know that you could. This is always a great equation to turn to to diagnose what the problem is. The reason why this is very important is because when you try to diagnose the problem as something outside of these major components we're about to talk about, it's usually not where you need to put your focus. If you are basically getting no sales, as in you can't really sell your product outside of friends and family, and your website conversion percentage is less than 1%, then it's one of these things. It's not that you're abandoned cart emails, subject lines aren't good enough. It's not that your price is slightly off even. It's not that uh, it, uh, your ads are targeting wrong even. This is usually going to be the, the issue is one of these major components. So let's start with the equation. Value minus confusion plus urgency equals sales. So value minus confusion plus urgency equals sales. Value encompasses a lot of stuff. So not just the bullet points on your website, but the the ad that they saw, the price is included in there, the deal that they get, if it's buy one, get one, all of that. So there's a lot of things that encompass value, and that is a lot of other episodes uh, could could go to just that component. Uh, that's pretty much the rest of this show is all about catering to that value component. And the main value will be created from the size of the problem that your product solves. So regardless of how good your bullet points are, or how clean your website looks, all those things don't really matter nearly as much as just how big of a problem your offer solves. So know that if you think the value component is off, then the next thing to point the finger at is what is the size of the problem that we solve? And uh, that that is very hard to quantify, of course, but that is what to look towards. Minus confusion. Confusion, if they run into a question that they can't easily solve from your website, you're not going to get a sale. I've seen t-shirt companies that have different blends of their clothing and when people buy it, they have to choose, do you want like this blend of cotton or this blend of cotton? This is how they wear differently. If someone gets to that question and then can't just scroll down on the page, answer it with 100% certainty, then that is where a lot of sales get lost. If you send a customer on a wild goose chase to try to find the page that you have this information and it's not clearly laid out and then that information isn't presented great, then a lot of sales can get lost. This can also happen if you're in a direct sales setting and you just talk too much and you give them way too many value points that weren't really uh, important comparatively to the the big value points that your product really drives home. If you start just like saying way too much information, when I sold Cutco products, this was easy to do with how many products they had because they had knives, cookware, silverware, ice cream scoops, can openers, veggie peelers, garden tools, hunting stuff. And you have to learn everything about every product. But if you just like spill all of this information to customers, oh, the, the, 
hunting knives have 440A and the the cookware has 304A steel, but it's got 430T in the middle. If you say all these things that you know, then that also confuses people because they think it's supposed to be information they're supposed to know. So a, a lot of times uh, lessening the confusion on your website is about putting data that isn't nearly as important at the bottom of the page with smaller font and having a text hierarchy for the information that's a lot more important. So the bullet points or maybe even things that are in caps lock, even the title of the product itself, that should be the information that they really need to know and it should be displayed in the order that they need to know. You don't need to be telling people exactly the dimensions of your product as like the first thing. So having it laid out in order of importance would go into this confusion and uh, you can also create confusion with really everything that you do. So sometimes I'll see companies run sales that don't make that much sense uh, or, or it would be just a lot better if you simplified it. Um, I don't have the best example for you, but sometimes you run sales and they expire at a certain time or, or whatever. And it's just if it's not very clear to people, then you're not going to be able to get that sale because confused minds don't buy. And this is just one thing that even if the value's there, if your checkout process is confusing, taking too long, that would also add to this. This is just where you can lose sales that you would have otherwise had because the value and price did match up. Plus urgency. So urgency is created by just giving some kind of deadline that people need to do it by. And it is very, very important. What I found with when selling Cutco knives, if you did not sell the product right then and there to the customer face to face, the chances that they would buy it later go to next to nothing, which is really insane. Uh, there are people out there that they've already known, I want to buy these, I, we already budgeted for it, that customer can maybe buy later. But even then, it's not even about if it's still worth it to them or not. It's that they've moved on with their day. They aren't thinking about it anymore. They can go to the grocery store that night, bring their food home, go back to using their old knives for the time being. So they don't really have like this blaring problem that is always facing them that they're like, we don't even have any knives. Like call them back. We got to buy those. We don't have any. And because of that, they can kind of return to their old lives. That, that was part of why. There's a lot of products that if not sold that day, you have a, a very small chance of selling it. And, and it's just really crazy because my av more, my uh, closing ratio with that company was over 90%. But like I said, if you would uh, let a customer say, hey, can I, I, I really want to do this. I think my husband's going to go for it. Can we call you later tonight? That order is not going through. And it takes reps a lot of times going through situations like that before they uh, realize, okay, I'm not letting anyone else get away with this. I'm going to make sure that people buy it right now. So companies like that have to have an urgency where you have to buy this on the phone. For coaching services, this is usually very necessary. So you got to know what urgency window is necessary for my product. Uh, because coaching is another thing where you want to give uh, some kind of discount. If you're a fitness coach trying to sell a program and you've got someone on the phone and they just told you all about their fitness goals, they're super excited about it and they trust you as a coach and they're excited to work with you and they're ready to get started right away. And then you say, all right, call me next week and let me know if you want to do it. You not having that customer's excitement and more importantly, that 
their focus and intention while, like while you have it if you're not capitalizing on it with the sale it's very hard to just say let's do this later and it still happen so uh, yeah, you have to figure out what your urgency window is. An example of a company that would have a longer one, when people sell vacation packages, people know we want to go on vacation. We got to take care of this, but I might have to consult some other people that are coming with us and I have to get the time off of work. And th there are more legitimate things that they have to wait on before they can decide which dates they're booking. So with those kind of companies, doing sales periods over a couple weeks it is usually a better thing to do. Uh, with a lot of companies though, the goal is to try to close the product that day. And that's why sales funnels work so well. When someone uh, has a sales funnel that has a front end offer that's a crazy discount. They have this $99 product down to 39 bucks. If you buy it today and then they buy it and then on the next page it says you have 10 minutes to add on this product at a discount or not. And then they go through that and then the next page comes up and it says you have 10 minutes to add on this product or not at this discount or you'll never see this deal again. That works so much better than a, a Shopify type store trying to just have every product marked off at a significant discount and expecting customers to add all of them to cart. There's no urgency. There's not a countdown timer. There's not this web page that as soon as it goes away, you'll never see it again. There's a lot of other things like that that go into urgency. I'm going to talk about three different types of urgency, one of them being the uh, value urgency. So that's the most common where this is the discount and this is when it ends. The second one would be situational urgency. <clears throat> so an example of this would be if you have a Christmas delivery date, like a, a guaranteed Christmas delivery date where someone would have to buy something by December 15th to receive it in time for Christmas for sure, then that would be something to leverage as here an urgency component that doesn't require you to discount your product to get the sale. And looking for situational urgency is often a better way to, to go about it. Like you want to consider if you have that in your repertoire first before turning to value urgency because then it doesn't require you to discount the product. The other type of urgency I like to call natural urgency. This is my own material, so you're not going to like find this online. Natural urgency is someone's desire to own the product sooner rather than later. So if you're selling some kind of seasonal item, let's say I, I like to turn a yoga mat as my random example, and I'm going to do it here because it's used in a totally different way. If I was selling yoga mats to someone face-to-face, what you would first want to get out of that customer's mouth is, oh, nice, are you looking to start yoga soon? Yeah, I'm looking to go to classes soon. It, 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 like, I'm doing it this week. Once you can verbal get them to verbalize that they need it this week, then you don't really need to say it's on sale. Uh, you can use that if they still are needing to think about it and you can um, it just throw a little bit of extra value on by, by giving a discount. But otherwise, if that customer plans to use the product that week, then that can make it so they don't really need a discount in order to do it because they're, they need to solve the problem that week. In Cutco, we sold some knives that, like there, there's this one knife, it was funny because I would sell it differently in the summer versus the winter. It was a knife that was great for barbecue jobs like ribs and you could even cut through frozen meats. You could go through like a small bone. It's just a really tough knife and it's also great for acorn butternut and all the winter squashes so 
if I could get the customer to talk about barbecuing, even if 4th of July is coming up, and say, oh, you guys are doing a bar- barbecue over here? I'm just having a normal conversation, right? You guys are doing a barbecue over here? Yeah, we're doing a barbecue over here on the 4th. Oh, cool. And way later when I saw the barbecue knife, so the, like, what do you got? You said you were doing ribs? Yeah, so you would use it on that on 4th of July, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to tie it all together. So if now I've sold this item as something that they're going to use in a couple weeks, I don't need to necessarily have a, a big discount on it for them to know we, we need to order this now. So consider that natural urgency as it may pertain to your business. So that is the equation value minus confusion plus urgency equals sales. And that urgency component is one that a lot of you don't have. You run some kind of sale without the obvious deadline, but on top of that, you don't have a bunch of reminders leading up to that deadline. So it'd be one thing if you posted a sale one time on Instagram that said the sale ends in two weeks. But do you have a way of notifying customers up until that that last bit that uh, that it's closing? Because otherwise, it, it's very difficult for urgency to work. Someone's not going to remember two weeks later, like, oh, man, it's been two weeks since i seen that Instagram post. It's closing tonight. So that'd be the other thing to consider with urgency is the frequency to which you're reminding them of it. And then I would say that creating urgency around a reason is another way to build a lot more credibility in your urgency. If you are just saying, hey, it's 20% off this week only, they can kind of call BS. Why this week? You could do it next week, it seems like, if you really wanted to. Customers may think subconsciously. It just doesn't seem like. It's this once-in-a-lifetime offer that they're not going to see again if it, you just use simple verbiage like 20% off and this Friday. If there's a sale for a certain holiday, that's why a lot of companies do this, then the person knows I'm not going to see this sale until next year. On top of that, like if it's good to, to uh, go back to how would I sell this to someone in person, although I know a lot of you are online businesses. It's because this discussion is happening in a customer's mind while they're on your website. And unless your website can answer these questions, you're not going to sell nearly as much. And this is why a human can always sell more than a computer as it is right now. Maybe some AI salesman gets really great in the future. But honestly, with the way that I can sell people, so much of it is like building trust with eye contact and and things like that and, and transfering energy through my eyes to them uh, that they just get so excited about it that uh, it's just so fun to buy. So there's a lot of other things that come without just like the words that you're using. There's a lot of sales that can be nonverbal and just your overall energy can can be a big influence. But uh, in person, I can handle whatever they may be thinking. So if I am selling some product and I'm saying it's 90 bucks, we're doing a sale today, it, it's 50. And the customer is like, okay, I'll think about it. And then if I know that $50 is the lowest the company goes, like the last event was 60 bucks, the event before that was 75, I've never even seen them go to 50. That's important because the customer otherwise, when, when you see deals that you have no perspective of because you've never been with this company before, you kind of just think that that's the deal they do all the time. It's 90 down to 50. If that is a special deal, you would have to make sure that that urgency is well understood by the customer. 
hey, just so you know, I've done this for three years. I've never seen them do 50 bucks. Or I've seen them. They did it one time, actually. Two years ago, they did it 50 bucks, but this is the only other time. So they never go below this. If you're interested, the next show is probably going to be like 60, 65. Uh, but this one, they're doing it because it's Labor Day and they just wanted to give back, blah, 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 right? So I'm not as much of a BSer as I may sound like just giving examples right now. I only talk about real things, but it's about knowing how to utilize this true information. It's not about making up information. It's about you knowing how to go through all of the information that you have at your disposal, all of your resources, and knowing how to properly vocalize that to a customer so it actually creates urgency. If it's a special deal, you never do this. You do it once a year. This really is our St. Patrick's uh, Day deal. You're not going to see this till next year. And by next year, the company will have increased its prices because every September they increase their prices. So this would be the lowest price you'll ever see. We can split it over three payments. You just be looking at this today. You need to, uh, this is why it's so good when people come from a sales background before they get into online marketing is you know what the customer's thinking while you're they're on your website. And you're able to uh, have the information cater to as such. And something that you can do to put yourself in the mind of the customer and give yourself better perspective on your website is you can go to your website and try your absolute best to act like you know nothing about it. And then go through it uh, accordingly. It's not as effective as just getting someone else to go on it, though. The other thing you could do is you could put a family or friend on your website and a family member friend <laughs> and uh, put them on your website and then just say buy this product and then watch how they do it see how many missed clicks they do and see tell tell them that if they have any questions that the website isn't answering for them to tell you what that question is and document this whole process and it, of course just doing a, a sample of one person isn't the best but uh, yeah, it, it certainly is better than a sample of zero. And this is live data uh, and, and real honest input that you're getting from someone trying to do something on your website. And you can just make sure that there's no point that they get confused because you'd be surprised. A lot of us get so used to using our website and you know, oh yeah, the add, add to cart button's over here. And then you put someone new on your website. And if it's in a place that they wouldn't expect, you can kind of watch them fumble to find the add to cart button for a while and then you're like all right i need to move that that's maybe not the best example because ads carts usually in the same spot but you get what i'm saying you just get so used to your website that you don't know if something's hard to find so it's good to uh consider that or you can even look on your google analytics and see how much time people time people are spending on each page and exactly where you're losing them in the funnel that can give you some guesses as to what it may be. But if you refer back to earlier in the episode when I talked about make sure you have the most important information up top, real easy to see, and have the minimum information displayed before that next step. This is why on product pages, add to cart is not at the very bottom. It's at uh, like the top, but like just down a little bit. It's like five bullet points and then the add to cart button. It's laid out like that because it's like minimum information to add to cart. If you need more, scroll down and learn it from here. But you don't want to be putting information up top of the, the package weighs this much. Like that should not be in your bullet points. The materials rarely should be in there uh, unless it's being used to describe the durability uh, of what you're doing. Otherwise, if the customer could care less about the material, 
uh, that a lot of times is not even the most valuable information. So uh, go back and listen to this episode if you feel like you really want to get an understanding of this. And uh, I, I think if you pulled up your website and then replayed this episode while going over it, you'd probably catch some other things uh, that could really help you out. So that's what I got for you for now. Uh, review the show if you got some value today. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere. On Spotify too, we could use some more reviews. All you do is uh, press the stars over there. You don't even have to write anything. So we'd really appreciate it. Otherwise, I will see you Monday morning. Thank you.